Welcome back, everyone, to NYU Grad's Daily Podcast. I wasn't going to record a session today, um, but uh, in the afternoon, we had a quite a big of a sell-off, and I felt compelled to address it. Um, so I am uh, recording this after market close around 9 p.m. Uh, I am hosting uh, a few family members in New York City uh, for the holidays, and I've been just kind of running around, um, just trying to uh, entertain and make sure everyone is safe and happy uh, before the holidays. And it's tough getting around the city because uh, holiday travelers are exiting New York, uh, which is great, by the way. I love that part of it, right? Like when, especially July 4th weekend. Memorial Day weekend, Labor Day weekend, Manhattan empties out and you can just walk into your favorite restaurant without reservations. Uh, however, during the holidays, especially, we have an influx of tourists and it just it's just uh, a, a crapshoot on getting around the city. But um, let's jump into the numbers and I'll address the sell-off. So for Wednesday, December 20th, we still had a very bullish breath number. We had 1,202 new highs and only 186 new lows. We had 21% advancing and 75% declining. Uh, we also have about 21% of shares below its 50-day moving average and 35% trading below its 200-day moving average. Uh, so how do I address this? So up until about 2 o'clock, it was a ho-hum, ho-ho-ho day. We were just drifting higher. It looked like, you know, just like every other day in the past few days, we were having a Santa Claus rally. I was walking out and about, and I checked breath religiously not only the daily numbers so breath means new highs versus new lows but also intraday i look at the uh, number of nysc advancing and declining the actual empirical number how many shares are advancing versus declining but as well as the volume up volume down of the nysc which is the ticker symbol uh, V-O-L-D. And I watch V-O-L-D in real time. If I'm in front of my workstation and multiple screens, I watch V-O-L-D all day. It's, uh, it's sometimes like watching paint dry because it'll just be like a flat line, like a corpse. But when you compare V-O-L-D to the Magnificent Seven, to some of the Dow components versus the Russell and a few other baskets, you can kind of see if it's in line with the sentiment or in opposition to. Meaning, uh, if you read some of my previous posts or my previous podcast and listen to them, I watch Valdi for fakeouts. So you can have like up 300 on the Dow, but Valdi is just starting to tank, right? That tells me that there's something going on. Someone is selling the crap out of other assets, 
while the Dow 30 is holding up the market. Or while Apple's up 3%, but Valdi starts to tank, it's a sign. It's a barometric reading that tells me, oh crap, the barometric pressure is tanking. We might have a storm. And I was walking about, and I saw Valdi starting to uh, percolate to the downside. Kept watching, kept watching. And at around 2.14, I posted on Substack Notes, Hey, does this smell like kind of the Grinchy Grinch? I'm not a magician. I, I'm not a fortune teller. I don't read tea leaves. I just watch a lot of different uh, parameters that give me clues that inform my experience saying, hey, this might be an issue. And sure enough, around 2.15, the sell-off started in earnest. Um, at the time, it wasn't that bad. right? It was like Dow, I think, was down, just to refresh my memory, it was like down 150 points at that time. Um, and I, I had to run around today with family, but uh, as you saw, the closing numbers were ugly. The Dow closed down 475 points down 1.27%. The S&P closed down 70 points, down 1.47%. The NASDAQ closed down 225 points, down 1.5%. And the biggest loser was the Russell 2000, which recently was the biggest winner. It was down 38 points, or 1.89%. And the VIX, before all of this, the VIX for multiple days, even before today, I've been saying the VIX is zero. Whether it's trading at 10, 12, 8, 5, 1, it doesn't matter to me. It's zero. It's like saying, hey, will you buy this five-bedroom apartment in Manhattan for $800,000 in, in the Manhattan like proper, like you know, Midtown West of Central Park? Yeah. It doesn't matter if it's 500, 800, 900, 1 million, 2 million, five bedroom in uh, Central Park West. Yeah, that is what's going on with the VIX. Just like how two years ago when oil's clearing price was under zero. It doesn't make sense. Uh, it's still cheap now, but I've been pounding the table. Ask your CFA, CFP, your broker, your advisor about buying insurance to hedge your longs because insurance or put options were basically free. Uh, it's still cheap after today, not as cheap as yesterday, but uh, to protect your risk right now is still uh, a good idea. Um, with all of the sell-off today, to back up and look at the forest uh, not the trees, it was simply a pullback, right? So if you look at any uh, risky stock that's been like on a tear, let's look at Arm uh, Holdings, which is a SoftBank uh, funded uh, silicon chip startup that IPO'd that's been on a rip-roaring tear here after the IPO. It's just bull flagging, right? It was down 1.43% today. But it's still up from a low of like 46 and it closed at like 68. 
So it's still in a bullish impulse. It's just pulling back. However, I do want to mention today was an outside reversal day. If you've never heard of this, it's um, a follow-on from the outside day. The outside day is a chart pattern where the high is above the previous day's high and the low is below the previous day's low. That's a regular outside day. But when you have an outside reversal day, it's a two-day pattern uh, that could potentially indicate a reversal of a trend. So in order for the outside reversal day to be deemed true, the second day's high must be above the previous day's high, which we got today, while the low must be below the previous day's low. And obviously our low today on Wednesday was lower than the low of Tuesday. Um, so this was an outside reversal day. Uh, you know, yields are trying to fight back. The dollar is trying to fight back. Everyone is expecting these three rate cuts next year, but yields are saying no, no, no. The dollar is potentially saying no, no more. Um, so I would continue to watch yields, the dollar, and anything inflationary sensitive uh, like the commodity sector like copper, gold, silver. Um, so that's kind of the summary of today's action. It really was a, a nothing burger until 2.15 p.m. Uh, every, every sector was red. The leading sector down was consumer cyclical, almost down 2%. Then you had utilities and consumer defensive and then technology. Um, but pretty much everything was down today. When you take a look at the Magnificent 7, you had Microsoft down 0.7%, NVIDIA down 3%, Amazon down 1.09%, Tesla down 3.9%, Apple down 1.0%. This was all after 2.15 p.m., all the damage. Uh, and all of the breath I mentioned earlier where I told you that there was like uh, 1,200 new highs, that all happened before 2 o'clock. So this is a time to be a little bit defensive, potentially lighten up. Look at your portfolio and uh, all the losers that are red. You might want to lighten up before the new year and take advantage of tax selling. Uh, I am posting a few replay uh, podcasts um, just to kind of um, reiterate what we were going through in October, November when we were in the sell-off. And it should give you a good uh, picture of the content that I put out. Um, just as a quick housekeeping item, uh, you do still have until January 1 to subscribe and pledge to lock in the 33% as well as lock in the pricing for premium for the life of your membership. All you have to do is subscribe and then pledge. So for pledging, we would uh, take the credit card information through Substack. You are not charged though until the premium service goes live in sometime in 2024. Uh, I do have a few scheduled replays for the upcoming days, but just like today, if we have a crazy session, I will hop on the mic because obviously I'm committed to the podcast as well as the Substack and you, the subscriber. So with that, um, have a great uh, rest of the day uh, and evening. Uh, I will see you guys 
sometime during this holiday break, but for certainly after the new year. Um, and just as a quick reminder, I do also post intraday on Substack Notes. Uh, the link will be in the show notes, so you can subscribe to that and follow that for any updates. Thanks again, and thank you for all the newcomers for subscribing. Uh, I am looking forward to this journey. All right, have a good one. Later.